Hey, how you doing? This is PJ Byrne from the TV show Intelligence and the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, and I'm a guest on On Screened and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, thank you for joining us for another episode of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 297 of On Screen and Beyond. This week, we've got some great things coming your way. We've got a lot of information. It's all coming up in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And our guest is P.J. Byrne. Now, if you haven't seen CBS's Intelligence, it debuted this past week. And Monday at 10 o'clock, it goes into its regular time slot. And it's a great show. If you haven't seen it, uh, you know, watch the pilot. You can get it online, see it, and uh, wherever you, you know, whatever device you're using or anything you can find that but uh it's a good show check it out uh, and pj Byrne is going to be here and it's going to be a lot of fun so stick around for that it's coming up in a few minutes what do you say let's get into remake madness next right here on on screen and beyond remake madness well we've talked about this one in the past the remake of 1974 james Kahn film the gambler but here's some new news John Goodman, Mark Wahlberg, and Jessica Lange are on board for being in the cast. So that's quite a coup. And a retelling of the story of the Boston Strangler is in the works with Casey Affleck producing and starring in it. And the remake of the Patrick Swayze film Point Break is getting a possible big, big boost as Gerard Butler is in talks to play the Swayze role. That's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we'll take a look at what's coming your way as far as new movies. Next. Upcoming new movies. Well, it looks like William Hurt will star as rock and roll icon Greg Allman in a biopic called The Midnight Rider based on the memoir published last year. And John Hedder is rumored to be playing Roy Disney in a film called Walt Before Mickey. It's about the early life of Walt Disney. And you can look for Richard Dreyfuss, Danny Masterson, and Danny Glover, along with John Hedder, to star in Killing Winston Jones. And it's about a son who is fighting to get a high school gym that's being built named after his retired gym teacher father. But a requirement is the person must be dead. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Taking a look at sequels, it looks like the sequel of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes will arrive in July, and the studio is already working on the next sequel. Sony Pictures is working on a sequel to Paul Blart, Mall Cop, with Kevin James, and the first film was a January filler movie, 
but turned into a big hit. And Amy Adams says she will return as Lois Lane in the sequel of Man of Steel, and she says she has read the script, and it will start filming very soon. That's it for Sequel City. Next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, The Game of Thrones, the complete third season, will arrive on February 18th on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download. And look for Laverne and Shirley, the seventh season. It's going to land on DVD on February 4th. And on February 18th, look for Gentle Ben, season two, with Dennis Weaver and Clint Howard. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, you can look for Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey to make its way to Blu-ray and DVD on February 4th. Last Days on Mars strolls into stores on March 4th. And on February 11th, you can look for Chicago, the Diamond Edition, to arrive on Blu-ray as the winner of six Academy Awards, including Best Picture in 2002, arrives on Blu-ray. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it is TV time. TV time, it looks like February 4th, you can look for Stan Lee to make a cameo appearance on ABC's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And fans of Games of Thrones will be happy to know that a line of collectible mini figurines of their favorite characters from the show will be available starting February 15th. That is it for TV time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down and chat with P.J. Byrne, who is a cast member of Intelligence from CBS, and he was also in Charlie Wilson's War, and right now you can catch him on The Wolf of Wall Street, and so many other things. P.J. Byrne is coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who has appeared in such films as Final Destination 5, Horrible Bosses, and The Wolf of Wall Street, and many TV shows including The Game, and now he's part of the cast of the new CBS show Intelligence, which moves to its regular time slot on Mondays at 10 p.m. after its pilot ran earlier this week. It's P.J. Byrne. P.J., welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hey, how are you? Th- thanks for having me. It's a, it's a nice time. It's a nice time over here, Brian. Well, PJ, I have got some questions for you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it. Let's have at it. <laughs> uh, well, just so everybody is you know up on what we're going to be talking about, uh, many things, but uh, one of them is the new show Intelligence on CBS, yeah. and I caught it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Great. Um, I, the beginning of the show reminded me very much of almost like a James Bond type thing. Right. I mean that's sort of what uh, that's sort of what enticed me to the show, and I know it enticed uh, Josh Holloway from Lost to the show. Mm-hmm. We just love the fact we we both love James Bond, and uh, we love the Bourne Identity movies, yes. and we like TV shows like Homeland. Uh, so it sort of has all those elements. Uh, you know, he's obviously a hell of a lot more handsome than me, uh, <laughs> and my character obviously. But uh, you know, I, he he has a computer chip in his brain. 
and whatever the world's biggest problems are and the CIA can't stop it or the FBI can't stop it, we're sort of the final backstop, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get to save the world every week, which yeah. is pretty awesome. And, and, and like I say, it was an enjoyable show. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I don't want to give too much away because <laughs> I'm sure. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm sure people. Maybe a little bit. Because I, I mean, every week you can tune in. You don't have to follow the show exactly because, mm-hmm. you know, it has that procedural element. So you can tune in and there's a new problem each week that we have to overcome. And, you know, it's, it really shows you some of the problems that our government has to deal with. And it's, it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty hairy. Yeah. Now, now I'm, I'm going to jump right into this because th- this is a question. When I saw the, the pilot, I said to myself, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Hello. Hmm. And, and maybe you can't answer it because, you know, keep watching, you know, that type of thing. But I mean, well, it's out there. I mean, you really think that – well, the thing is, like, so my father invented uh, this chip, and he put it into Josh's brain. So right. Josh, by default, is like the Pinocchio. He's like a son to my father, and I'm obviously his DNA son. So Josh and, Josh and I are like brothers. But, you know, there's obviously that, – that builds for a lot of jealousy because Josh can do everything on a computer that I can do. Except, you know, he can do it 1.6 billion times faster than I can. So that's a little annoying because I'm a, I'm a computer expert. Mm-hmm. So he, he can just do it in his head. I have to, like, type it out. And he does it so much faster. That's annoying. Uh, you know, also the fact that my father dotes on him a lot. I would like my father's attention, and he gives it to Josh. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't help me feel great about myself when he's so much better looking than me and he pulls all the ladies. I'm like, come on, dude, enough. <laughs> but, but that being said, we are brothers, you know, and um, he's got my back and I got his, and, you know, I don't think he can trust anyone more than he can trust me, so. But I what about him. in the show when Josh was uh, doing his mental thing where he was looking to see uh, how your father was kidnapped, and right. when he's looking into the van, your face appeared. <laughs> I know. Hello. <laughs> Because all the elements were pointing to me that I sort of sold my father out and I sold my country out and, you know, I gave sort of this this chip over to the Chinese. And that's – everything was pointing that way, but it just was, you know, it was uh, guilt by circumstance. I, I didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And, and once they uncovered everything, you realize that I am a good guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was almost like, well, hmm, I wonder if they're going to hold that off for later, you know, that <laughs> – Right. No, 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 no. They get me out of jail. They get me out of jail. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But it looks like a fun show to work on. No, it's awesome, and and the, and the cast is great. You know, the, uh, you know, if you saw the pilot, that scene, that interrogation scene that I get to do with Marg Helgenberger, who's like, you know, an awesome actress, and oh, it's yeah. awesome to sort of like go up against her. Uh, but it's just as far as a, being a person, she's like one of the classiest women I know, and I always feel like if we ever had to send someone from America to like meet the Queen, like you'll send Marg Helgenberger. She's that cool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Megan Ori uh, plays Josh's sort of protector. She was in the Secret Service, and they bring her over because, you know, the chip in Josh's brain and Josh's character is so uh, valuable. And if it gets he gets, you know, put in the wrong hands, like this is uh, it's bad news for America. So she's a great actress, and she's cool, and she's super athletic. And so she gets to go out every day with Josh and, like, beat people up and hold all the guns. But that's another reason I like the character because my character doesn't just always sit in front of the computer. He actually gets out there and mixes it up and – you know, I you know I've held guns and shot guns. I get to punch people, so that's sort of you know that no no you don't see a lot of guys in glasses who are really skinny get to do that all the time. So I was pumped to do that. So your character is going to develop into more action. Oh yeah, there's going to be some some. I can't really say for sure, but maybe right. there will be. You know, I just just say I'm not always in front of the computer, which is really cool for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, just so our audience knows, several of the cast have been in other shows, like I mentioned earlier, movies you've been in and TV shows. 
But uh, Josh, I didn't even recognize him, to be honest, when, when I saw him oh, compared to Lost. Right, his short hair. Well, he's not on an island. He can he can, he can can go to the barbershop and get his hair cut. Right. That's, that's, uh, that's the perks of not being on an island in Lost. So yeah. he's back in D.C. They've got some terrific barbers, and they, and they cut his hair just lovely. Yeah. And Megan, some people might remember her as Little Red Riding Hood. From oh, yeah, no, the she's, they know her from that, and then you, you, Michael Rady's on the show. He's an awesome actor. You know, he's going to be Marg uh, Helgenberger's sort of right-hand man. You also have John Billingsley. He's on as well mm, uh, yeah. from Star Trek. So there's a lot of, like, seasoned peeps in this thing, oh, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised when I saw all the different people, and I was like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> no, it's a nice time. It's a great, it's, you know, it's so great to go to work with all these people because everyone brings their own gift, and you get to, like, mix it up with them, and I love it. It's And, you know, having a new baby and... Being able, I live in L.A. and being able to stay in L.A. and you know, work on the Disney lot over there is—it's uh, just I feel so blessed. Believe me, I get—I get how lucky I am to do that. Oh yeah. Being on this show, did you have to audition, or did they approach you for it, or how did that work? Well, no, no, I had to. You know, you—you you obviously everyone—you uh, go into pilot season, you got to audition for pilots. But I remember coming off the Wolf of Wall Street, and. I, I kind of really uh, I enjoyed that movie so much, and I've always done a lot of comedies or pilot comedies. Uh, you know, it's, you can't really pick it per se, but you can sort of guide your choices. You know, it's like, but I got very lucky, and I wanted to do a drama, and it it worked out that way, which was which was awesome. You know, and they still know I have a sort of a comedic background, and I improvise a lot, so they'll give me like a little uh, a little wiggle room every once in a while, which is fun. Ah, that's good. Yeah. 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 Now you mentioned The Wolf of Wall Street. How was it working on that film? That's a big film. Oh my gosh! No, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, every time I say it, I still—it's so exciting that I got to work with Martin Scorsese, you mm. know, one of our iconic directors, you know, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio, who is just a stud, and I really hope he wins the Oscar for this because he's so special. But this whole cast, from like Jean Dujardin and Jonah Hill and Rob Reiner and Matthew McConaughey, and I mean, is just loaded with with incredible actors, and I can't believe that I was a part of that. It was just such a special, special movie, and everyone was so cool and lovely and. You know, we had a we had a great time shooting it. Now, did, how did you get involved with that one? Was uh, was Scorsese involved with the actual casting, or? Oh yeah. So, well, he I'm, I live in Los Angeles, so I knew that he he wasn't coming out here for the like a wave of auditions. So, um, essentially, the audition was to to pitch a stock, and I knew that uh, we were allowed to. I found out we were allowed to improvise a little bit, so. I was like, I'm just going to tape myself, so I kind of improvised a monologue about calling uh, a guy on the phone to try to pitch him some stock and realizing and finding out that he'd passed away. And then garnering information from the widow, I end up selling her like $100,000 worth of stock, so I kind of wrote this my own monologue. Mm -hmm. And he saw it, and then he's like, you fly to L.A., I'd love for you to audition in front of me. And and that was sort of, I mean, usually when you get a callback, it's like a callback, and you kind of go the next day, and you drive like, you know, 20 minutes in Los Angeles. This is, that was... I had to wait a couple of days, and you have to get on a plane. That that makes your stomach turn a little bit. But he couldn't have been cooler, Martin Scorsese. And you know that's one of his his many gifts. I guess these like iconic directors or iconic coaches they they have the ability to put the people that they work with at ease, and then give them the confidence to go out to succeed. That's one of his many many talents. So it was just a great great meeting him, and he just made me feel at ease. And and even through the whole process, he just you know let me do my thing, which was awesome. That's great. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, other films that you've worked on, what's the most unusual audition that you've ever had for TV or movies? Uh, unusual? Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably like the first commercial job I've ever had. I mean, I remember it was like if you booked it, like we're shooting it right now, and I just remember coming from theater school you know, and I went to the grad, uh, the theater school at DePaul in Chicago and, you know, doing a lot of plays, and I was never in front of a camera. And I just remember the first time they literally put the – you're used to, like, talking to an audience of, like, a 1,000 people, and people are, like, 300 feet away from you. And I'll never forget, the camera was, like, literally on my nose, and I had to watch the stock market go up and down. So that was, like – I was, like, it was just it was just a culture shock. Like, what – is this close? What? Who am I talking to? What's my intention? It was just a wild thing for me. It was, like, you know – Fire, b- baptism by fire right there. Right. <laughs> Did you always want to be an actor? No, I mean, I had no idea. Actually, in college, I got, oddly enough, I had a, I had a finance degree. And my senior year, I had a job on Wall Street uh, ready to go. Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was like, it's crazy how it's come full circle. Yeah. But uh, my sophomore year of college, uh, I had one of those semesters where I actually had five finals. And I just remember being so hellish. And you get like a week to study. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember every day I would go to the, like, uh, they call it the packy store and I would like get some beer and I would put it in the refrigerator and be like, when this is done, I'm going to drink all you. And I finally finished this crazy finals session and I come home at like 11 o'clock and I crack my first beer and I live with eight other guys and no one's coming home to drink with me. I'm like, where is everybody? So like 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock finally clicks around. And one of my roommates, uh, Jason in Tulaco, who actually lives in LA now, Comes home, I'm like, yes, someone please drink with me. I'm done. Finals are over. He's like, no, no, I'm going to go audition for a play. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll come with you. He's like, no, no, you need a monologue. I didn't even know what a monologue was. And he explains it to me. He's like, you talk for two minutes. And he's like, you don't have a monologue. I'm like, well, I'll make one up. He's like, audition's over at 3.30. I'm like, just let me make something up. I'm coming with you, and then you have to come drink with me. He's like, all right, let's go. Anyway, I'll just, I'll never forget going in. They're like, what's the name of the play? I'm like, Cupcakes in Heaven. And then they're like, who's the playwright? I'm like, uh, John Ballard. And like, John Ballard was my high school history teacher. So, long story short, I get the part and he doesn't. Oh, and, you know, the rest is history. Wow. What was the first TV role or movie role that you did? Uh, the, fir- the, fir- the first movie, the fir- not commercial. Well, I got it. See, when I graduated from grad school, I got a commercial agent and started doing commercials a lot, which was, which was amazing. So, I never had to do anything else because that really paid the bills. And then that, and I also thought it was like a great training ground to be an actor because you learn how to make like, especially comedic actor, I was doing a lot of comedic commercials, you know, you learn how to make like three or four jokes in 30 seconds and how to work in front of a camera and how to work, you know, with people in front of camera and off camera. So it was like, it was the greatest sort of, I feel, way, the way that for me to come up personally. Um, but I, the first job, the movie I ever, ever had, I'll never forget, was Spring Break Lawyer. Uh-huh. It was an MTV movie called Spring Break Lawyer and a guy by the name of Gary Grubbs plays the senator, and I'm sort of his lackey, and we're trying to shut down spring break. But he taught me the greatest lesson where I didn't have a lot of lines, but he's like, let's just improvise. And, you know, the better you are, the better I am, we sort of rise together. And I've sort of taken that with me today. So, you know, some people want to, 
you know, like go in and steal a scene, you really uh, you do so much better when you do it together as a group. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Now that that same year that you did Spring Break Lawyer, you also did Max Keeble's Big Move. Now is that the right. one where the guy gets uh, jumps in the swimming pool and he turns blue? Uh, I think I think that is the one, and I'm pretty sure I got cut out of that movie. But yes. Oh, you were cut out movie. of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like, hey, I'm in this movie. And I, cause I think it was one of the same producers of uh, Spring Break Lawyer, director or something, or they remembered me. The same guy produced it. So they're like, come over and do this part. I'm like, great. And then I like got cut out of the film. Oh, jeez. Now, do you do much stand-up comedy? No, never, never, never. Never have? Oddly enough, I'd be like so scared to do that. So no, really? I don't. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was looking at the list of the people that you've worked with. I mean, uh, you know. Let me see. Tom Hanks, uh, oh my gosh. Clint Eastwood, J- Jack Black, Nicole Kidman, Harrison Ford, Will Ferrell, uh, Jennifer Aniston, J- Jason Bateman. I mean, that's incredible. No, I'm, it's, I'm so. I mean, it, and then yeah, I'm just. I, every day, I sort of pinch myself and like, did this really happen? And you know, it's. it's I'm, I, I, I believe me, I get. I understand how lucky I am, and I knock on wood a lot. Who was the p- person that you were most excited about working with? And I know everybody. You probably were, but I mean, yeah, I, think, I think as you, I think as you go through phases of your career, you know, you you step into sort of different things. Like you know, when Mike Nichols put me in Charlie Wilson's War, then there's like Tom Hanks. You're going to act with him, and <laughs> that was sort of uh, a, a really special time. But you know, but I first came up though, doing you know, my one of my first really big breaks for movies was uh, with Nora Ephron and Bewitched, and there's yeah. Will Ferrell, who was like you know one of my idols because of SNL and. Uh, you know, and Stephen Colbert's on it, so and David Alan Greer. So that was the first sort of like, there's an iconic director. There's you know Nicole Kidman, this beautiful woman, and you know I, I was thrown into a situation where I'm like, can I am, can I keep up with everyone? And I remember it didn't make sense for uh, the movie, so it didn't make the cut. But there's a scene where all of us are sitting around improvising episode ideas, and that was a day where it's just like. I, you know, just for me, I made them laugh, and once I made like Will Ferrell giggle, I was like, "Oh my God, thank God, everything is okay." And Nora was giggling, and and then I was just, I knew I was able to sort of play in the deeper end of the pool that day, and that was sort of a big, a big movie for me. Yeah. Now you've worked twice with Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. No, we did it. We did the, the campaign again, which yeah. is, he's. I mean, uh, there, there's a reason people like Will Ferrell work all the time. Not only is he like unbelievably talented and super funny, he's just a great human being. So you know. People in Hollywood want to make sure that people that are, you know, have un- unbelievably talented but are, have great worth ex- ethics and solid people and always deliver. That's that's why they work all the time. So yeah. I sort of try to model myself. Even, even when you bump into people like Tom Hanks or, or Steve Carell, like you just see that there's they're just good, honest, genuine people, and that's 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 another one of the many reasons they work a lot. Yeah. Now, no matter what you've worked on and everything, one of the most exciting things in your life must be your newborn, right? That's it. That's it. You won. That's bing. That's the answer. Yeah, it's, I'm, uh, she's four months old. Her name is uh, Madison Lucia Byrne, MLB, her, are her initials, and uh, we're so happy to have her. We actually, I met my wife on New Year's Eve at a, a bar called Madison's in Hoboken, New Jersey, and uh, I mean, one day I'm gonna have to tell my daughter I named her after a bar. She's named <laughs> after a bar. <laughs> oh, jeez. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, would you? Would you like your daughter to get into acting too at some point? I, you know what she can do. Honestly, whatever she wants, whatever you know uh, strikes her fancy. I mean, the only thing I ask of my daughter is that she isn't afraid to, to to take you know to take a risk and try something new and 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 give it her all. That's all I ask. It's yeah. like 
do the best that you can and whatever whatever you want. Don't be afraid to do anything because you know there was one day in my life where no one said you're allowed to be an actor. So look, you know, look where this this helps pay the bills now, which is just still blows my mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're having fun and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, and having a kid, and I get to work down the street, and from you know, in the Martin Scorsese movie, and I just we just saw in the in the papers today that, that the, this is the most viewed new show, Intelligence. So it's like, what is going? This is great. Really? Wow. So I'll knock a lot on wood. Yeah. So more viewers saw this TV show than any other new show. So I was like, wow. Oh That's my goodness. Great. I am so proud to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now it uh, on Monday it moves to its new, uh, well, not new time slot, but its regular time slot, right? Correct. Monday at 10 o'clock Eastern Pacific and 9 o'clock Central. Yeah. And we're all going to be watching that because I, I want to find out more. I mean, this is, it's a, yeah, it's it's a great, great show. Yeah, it's a great, it's another good, see, as, and, it, and I feel like it, they even just keep getting better and better and better because now, like, you know, it's, well, sometimes pilots, you have to do so much exposition to explain every, right. to everybody who everybody is, and now we can just kind of get into it, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Well, PJ, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Okay? Sure. Taking us away from your acting and everything else, and and I know this isn't this isn't a good question for somebody who's got a newborn because you're probably up all hours of the night. But yeah. <laughs> but when you get a chance to watch TV, what are your favorite TV shows now and of in the past, and also what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Um. So I well for for, for for instantly if you're going to ask me my favorite movie I know immediately it's a movie called Hoosiers. Yes, uh, I yes. played basketball growing up. Gene Hackman. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, and every year before the season started I would like put that in and be like I'm going to win the state championship because I'm only like five nine and a half and I was the captain of the team and I was like if I'm the captain of the team at five nine and a half you could tell how not incredible we are but I always had like this passion of like we're going to win and this is our year and. And that movie just it has this visceral feeling for me. And so when it's ever it's on TV, it's like, oh, we're just shutting down for the next two hours. We're going to watch that. Ah, yeah. So I thought that that was great. And obviously, I love The Wolf of Wall Street right now. Of right. course, that's, that's a, <laughs> I mean, I'm in that movie. Um, you know, but the, as far as as far as uh, TV goes, um, I don't know. I always loved Cheers and Mash. I guess growing up, and those mm-hmm. like really, t- I, I just the, the humor. You know, of like being in intense moments in MASH, and yet it's so raw and honest, and you know, Alan Aldo's kind of a, an idol, and yeah, uh, you know, those are some shows right right now. And that's but that's what I like also about the show Intelligence. It's just like I can be a little jokey, but then like this is some serious stuff, and you know, this is a scenario where people are going to die, and we have to save the world every week, and sort of that's that's what I loved about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great, and I want to make sure everybody watches Intelligence on CBS. 10 o'clock on Mondays, and uh, PJ, it's been great having you with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, pal. I really appreciate it. PJ Byrne, I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. He's got a great string going, Wolf of Wall Street in theaters and CBS's Intelligence. Monday nights at 10 o'clock. Be sure to check it out. Catch PJ there. And, of course, congratulations on his newborn. So uh, he's got a great thing going here right now. And we hope to have him on the show again. And who knows? I'm sure he'll have many, many more movies and TV shows that we'll be talking about next time. So let's see. What are we going to do? Remind you here that if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you're on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. And... That is about it. That's a wrap for this week. Until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Uh-huh.